HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by 100 Bogart Street, a co-working and event space in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Learn more at 100bogart.com. I'm HRN's Executive Director, Katie Mosman-Wadler, with a preview of the next episode of Meet and Three, our weekly food news roundup. The topic? Restaurants and rules. Some rules are based on religion. This makes for an unusual scene in a Manhattan restaurant, a shy 20-year-old dictating the kitchen standards to a humble veteran chef. While other rules promote health and safety. But who are these feared rule keepers with the power to shut a restaurant down? They're not really like food, food lovers. Some restaurant rules fall outside the domain of the kitchen. All civil rights issues have basically, uh, at one point or another, revolved around the bathroom. For more, tune in to this week's Meet and 3 on Heritage Radio Network. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil runs his groove in the rhythm and blues that It's gonna get you sun in the air. Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Souther Teague. And my co-host Damon Bolte is off in sunny California instead of hanging out here in gloomy Brooklyn with me. Um, but in the studio, we've got a pretty festive situation happening uh, and some festive dudes that want to talk about us about a, talk to us about a festive bar that's going on kind of all over the, the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's uh, I think, about 100 of them around the but world. But you're the only one in Brooklyn. We're the only one in Brooklyn. And yep. of course, we're talking about Miracle. Uh, it's the it's the thing that started by Greg Bohm of Cocktail Kingdom. Um, well, technically, his mom actually. Te- <laughs> that's right. I remember that right because it was the first one was at Mace. They were right about this time of year when they were first opening. And I, the way I understand it, they couldn't find contractors who wanted to work at this time of year, and so they were like, "Well, we're just going to sit here and have to pay rent on on, on a space." And, and his mom was like, "Well, I mean, it was a bar before. Why don't you just go decorate it like crazy, like Christmas, and make a Christmas bar?" Which is fun because I'm pretty sure she's Jewish, right? <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know, but uh, but there but, is the Hanukkah corner. I remember. But I, I mean, like Jewish or not, people lose their minds over Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Bars. It's I nuts. Mean, it's awesome. Yeah. So Miracle Star. So and you guys are doing the one that's called Miracle in Brooklyn, and you're the only one in Brooklyn. We're the only one in Brooklyn. Yeah. So in the studio today, Jason Luttrell, Chris Bidmead, and David O'Brien. Welcome to the studio, gents. Thanks, Thanks for having you. us, gents of Miracle. And then uh, all over the the table, of the bar here at the studio, we've got. Christmassy looking mugs and Festive lots of coquitos. We got a Festive we got a we got a, a, a seven fifty champagne bottle shaped Miller High Life. That's right. That's right. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. We we serve the same miracle classics you can find all over the world. Um, you know, we have our own special style of execution. We actually do a, quite a few drinks on draft, um, but we we have some of our own specialty cocktails as well. Um, some uh, some things that were until yesterday actually off menu. So we serve coquitos, we serve a Miller High Life at seven fifty. We have um, an anti frosé, which is a mulled wine made with rosé. It's awesome. Um, anti frosé. Yeah, it's, it's actually one of our it's biggest a, sellers. It's a heated frosé. <laughs> yeah, people okay. love it. Yeah, people love it. Jumping the shark. So yeah, so we're we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's we weren't a bar before, uh, so we just popped up literally out of uh, right. Typically, of this room. happens at bars that are already operating as a bar, and then they franchise into this deal, and then it's just for the it starts on the day after Thanksgiving, ends on New Year's, right? Yep, New Year's Eve. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I, I believe some people may go to New Year's Day, but we just go to New Year's yeah. Eve. And then Eve. and then they go back to their normal shtick, which is a hard turn. I mean. 
popping up this miracle thing. I, you know, I saw uh, there's also Sip and Santa, which is related. But I saw, you know, Boilermaker closed for th- for Thanksgiving, and their whole team was still in there all day, making it into this crazy Christmas wonderland. If only we could have done ours in a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ours <laughs> took about eight days to do, and um, you know, we partnered up with some uh, some great people in Brooklyn who um, had a bar already, and uh, we built basically built Miracle on top of their bar. Um, and so it's, it's, it's quite involved, but it really is part of the fun is building the bar itself. Cause you really get into the spirit of it. There's a lot of detail, a lot of nuance. That's a very good team building exercise for us. Um, you know, unless a baby just messes everything up. Yeah. Right <laughs> yes. Jason Luttrell, everybody's favorite baby daddy. Uh, you just had your baby on your birthday. Uh, the day before my birthday. Oh, the day actually. before my, my, your birthday. Yeah, Jasper John Luttrell was born on November 21st to, to the most patient woman in the world. Um, uh, and agreed. Then, uh, yeah, she yeah, has totally. to deal with you. Yeah, yeah. Brittany is uh, now she's got here, two babies. Give to her deal a high with. five because uh, <laughs> she uh, she has two babies to deal with now. Yeah. <laughs> and just uh, and everybody's happy, healthy, everything's great. Yeah, everybody's happy and healthy. Um, you know, uh, just generally speaking, women are remarkable. Like, wow, uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy to to see what happens um, and to live with somebody that it's happened to. Mm-hmm. Um, and women are just extraordinary at what their bodies are capable of. So, I uh, big ups to ladies out there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. What? Is that so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you had at least uh, one. You're in love. Look at him. He's still in love. Uh, I mean, that's great. Uh, and it all happened right when you were building out. And you also came early, right? He was he was three weeks earlier than expected. Well, he is my son. Uh, he was yeah. three weeks early. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't get a chance to look at Jason's Trello board as yeah, to when he was very, supposed yeah. to arrive. It's very organized. Um, so he decided to show up for the opening of the bar. Yeah, well. Well, speaking of that, I mean, if, uh, you know, uh, we were like we had to build this bar in eight days, and we wanted to make sure that it was like upholding the standards of, of miracles around the world. Um, so we weren't, you know, um, we didn't consider ourselves not to be on that same level. So um, obviously, if my son didn't rudely interrupt our uh, the miracle build out, um, then you know things may have been different. But I don't know because uh, Chris came in here and he like basically. Um, I had talked to him a couple of days before and said, "Hey, Chris listen, Bidmead, Chris noted Bidmead. jack of all trades." Yeah, no, I, like or this also known as the Swiss army knife of people. Um, yes. And, uh, and he came in and like, a Brooklyn army knife, I think a Brooklyn army knife. Yeah. And so he came in and, and basically did all the stuff that I was supposed to be doing. Um, when I, uh, but I was on paternity leave. So, um, honestly, I can honestly say that if the, if these two guys weren't in the room right now, miracle wouldn't be what it, what it was, um, uh, and what, what, it what it is, uh, until New Year's Eve. And, um, and you know, I'm just extremely grateful to these two guys and my work wives are, um, you know, very, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know how to say thank you enough guys. I, I've sent you gushy little messages and, you know, but it's, uh, I'm extraordinarily appreciative. Of, it's of it's what a you whole team me. though. We have, we have a really killer team at Miracle as well. And as much as, um, Chris and I are there for, and as much as Jason actually made it all happen by setting up an insane amount of systems before we even walked in there. That Trello board joke wasn't a joke. Yeah, no, I, 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 I've worked with this guy in the <laughs> uh, past. He's very organized. But we, we're lucky enough to have an extremely killer team of, of murderers row of bartenders and barbacks and, and hosts. And, and, and Right, that's another challenge that you guys face. So other bars that do this, they pop up inside their own bar that's already yeah. operating. This was a non-operating, non-functioning bar, so you, you had to staff it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we got really great people on their off nights from other great bars. So some of the best bartenders from some of the best bars around the city are working at our bar. And we're very extremely happy about that yeah outstanding and thankful yeah yeah it's 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 a group of people that you don't really have to manage you have to say this is what needs to happen and then it just happens uh it's 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 great to work. Like, this is the same thing with when we had the b team uh same thing with bartender boxing like it's just people who just really know what they're doing they're into it yeah they're super into it and they can kind of um like really be uh, self-directed you know it's great I do want to talk about bartender boxing, but let's keep talking about Miracle for a minute. Chris, sure. what'd you do over there? You, you're the you're the you're the handyman. You built everything, I assume. That, yeah, pretty much. Um, built the things, painted the stuff, uh, everything that we've got running on draft. We're flying through on jockey boxes because there was no draft system in house to speak of. So that was super fun. <laughs> did, did you install one, or is did, it still just we, jockey boxing? Two jockey box setups. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Little tip of the hat to Amori Amargo. I mean, like, I guess we kind of like, uh, you know, like the same way you guys batch and front load a lot of the labor. Like, yeah. we definitely did that with with our bar as well. Like, I mean, we have two four line jockey boxes at each station. I mean, so I feel I feel like that's ha- that has to be done at Miracle, yes. right? Because it's just a s- slamming, exciting, fun. Everybody's so into it. It's just. 
Totally. Holiday it's a, cheer on tap. It's like the office Christmas party, but you can't really get fired. Right. Uh, at, le- at least not from us, anyways. Right. Yeah. Well, you can get fired for the night. <laughs> right. But yeah, we, you're like, out of here tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, the only <laughs> thing that's missing is like the Xerox machine that you can Xerox your ass or whatever. That's <laughs> what we forgot. Note to self. Next year's <laughs> we've miracle. Got room, we've got room in one of the corners. I'll put it on a Trello board. <laughs> Next year's miracle. Instead of, uh, you know, photo booth, you got the Xerox your ass machine. Right. I love it. Well, it just it helps us so much because we, we have probably double the size of, of the other miracles. In, in around the set, or maybe not double the size, but we have a good size bar, and so we can get a good amount of volume in there. And so we were just like, well, well if we get crushed, we're just going to have to be able to to turn and burn. And by these guys building out those systems, it's amazing how quickly the drinks come out. It's amazing. Yeah, I love it. It's also it's also a huge advantage. To like uh, the people that we're working with, um, everybody does everything. So um, yeah, you were telling me about that. It's a pooled house, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, no matter the position you're in for the evening, and you can. You get rotated through all positions, which yeah. are what? You got bartender, barback, server? Bartender, barback, host, basically. Host, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, everybody's empowered to make, you know, decisions on, on, on how to handle guests if there's any problems. And, you know, it's really is very much we can focus on what we're trying to accomplish with how people are supposed to experience this, the miracle concept um, rather than um, rather than dealing with dumb, dumb shit that happened at mcdonald's you know right um like oh i'm late to work or or what there's none of that i mean it's just we just deal with professionals and professionals solve problems right yeah you've always been good at that you're 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 the right kind of leader you know leaders leaders uh uh, don't don't accumulate followers leaders make new leaders i think that's what you do i'll i'll cheers to that let's do cheers to that what are you opening right there (laughs) i'm opening uh one of the few bars in new york that has 750 750 mil bottles of miller high life right it's a champagne bottle of the champagne of beers that is correct and we brought one for your bar too i appreciate that i see it over there already that's all it is our only beer and we serve it in champagne buckets on ice with towel service full service yeah yeah we do People get, people you open it like that at the table side? <laughs> <laughs> he just twisted well, we the cap off of his elbow. We haven't one yet, and I'm, I'm kind of thinking we need to start doing that as well. I don't know. we got to pick the right knife for that. You can't use like a... You can't use a classy knife for that. <laughs> no, but to Jason, so like the knife better be dull. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a it's the Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, and you're pouring it into these gorgeous uh, coupes, which are branded with the Miracle uh, uh, logo, I see, right? Yep. Gorgeous. I'm going to take a picture for the Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, you've got one, I'm certain, right? Yes, we do. Yep. Uh, at Miracle in Brooklyn. Hashtag Miracle in Brooklyn. All spelled out. And also, also, we're also using hashtag Festive AF. Festive AF is us. That's what I, I saw that in the menu. It looks gorgeous. Um, well, it looks like you guys are having a great time doing Miracle. Are you? Or is it more work than fun or is it more fun than work? It was a lot of fun to st- set up and start. I will tell you that once we start and once people start coming in, as much as I hate having to hear Mariah Carey four times a night, um, we actually get really into the, the whole holiday spirit and the, the staff is into the holiday spirit and the customers into the holiday spirit. And you would think you get sick of a Christmas party happening 24 seven and maybe after an entire month of it, we will. But for right now, um, I, think, I think knowing that there's an end point is, is yeah, is, that, that is helps better. a little bit, but it is, it is something people are just in a better mood. It happens every year at the holiday season. People are in a better mood and people are happier and people want to celebrate Man, and take advantage of that while you can. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. Cheers. So, guys. Salute. Cheers. Y'all. I didn't mean to make Cheers. you wait. Don't, don't ever wait. But because people get to have such a high quality of, uh, of art. just like I remember. Yeah. Only fancier I have a <laughs> yeah. coupe like that. Right. Except, for, okay. except for this one's for ballers yeah. on a budget, though. Baller on a budget. Yeah, because our, <laughs> because our team just was able to cover any shift that they need to. Somebody can jump behind the bar if they need to. Somebody can jump the bar back. They're extremely versatile that way. We tend to focus more on making sure the guests have that holiday experience. Right. So we've done a lot of things with the decor inside to make sure there's just little Easter eggs everywhere, little details. Uh, talking about Chris being the, the jack-of-all-trades, we found, you know, we found this, and there's a story behind it that's probably a little too creepy, but we found a, a, a deer head, and he just, like, was able to put a, a red bulb on it and make it oh, Rudolph yeah. in the matter of seconds, and people look <laughs> up and they see Rudolph on our wall, which is both, you know, good and bad, because it means that Rudolph has been, <laughs> has been mounted and stuffed, but um, there's little details like that all around the bar, and people just kind of look, and they really get into that part of it. They really get into the little details, and so they just have a good amount of fun. I love that kind of thing. You know, there's a bar in uh, Atlanta called uh, the Earl, E-A-R-L, East Atlanta Restaurant and Lounge, and every holiday season, they serve venison chili on their menu. <laughs> yes. And, Told you. And the bowl of chili comes out with a, with a maraschino cherry right on top. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Chris was making venison beef jerky as part of our upcoming snack program. So. Oh, venison jerky. That sounds red. It's so good. Um, <laughs> and then the menu itself is all built around like classic holiday themed things. And uh, it all comes with branded glassware and Santa shaped mugs and mm-hmm. even shot glasses that have Santa's face on them and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but you're focusing specifically on, uh, I mean, like, is it a, where does Coquito come from exactly? Uh, Puerto Rico, I think. Yeah. Right, but it, it's, somehow it's got this major footing in in our town, New York City, right? Because there, I guess there's so many Puerto, Puerto Ricans. Ricans. Yeah, <laughs> Puerto Ricans Puerto, here. They, they have a parade. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of the biggest parades we have every year. You could say that they're like a state. Yeah, like uh, a state. Yeah, whole. yeah. <laughs> they're uh, like a state. Yeah. They're, they're almost Americans, uh, but they get you know neglected when 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 the government wants to look away. Uh, we'll talk about that on a different <laughs> show. Well, we wanted we wanted to celebrate show. Puerto Rico instead, and so, so you're we doing, wanted, you're we doing like a, a roster of coquitos. Yes. You got three of them on on yeah. the menu, and, and just for the listeners' edification, a coquito is what? It's basically oh, Puerto Rican eggnog, except instead of egg, there's uh, coconut cream to thicken it. Right, exactly. It's a little bit different than that, but that's it. That's, that's kind of the yeah. gist of how it ends up looking in the glass and and tasting. Uh, you got and the classic, which is just up. sort of. That, that sort of noggy, nutmeggy, cinnamony, mm-hmm. baking spice flavor, a mint one, and then the you got mojito. Oh, yeah, the mojito, which is uh, we use candy canes instead of fresh mint, basically, <laughs> to make it into like a mojito flavored coquito. And we we decided we could play with that and make it a mojito. And that's actually, uh, flavor wise, that's actually the best one. And then you got one on the menu. What's it called? The Joey G? What's it called? <laughs> oh man, Joey is about to jump in a plane in Las Vegas <laughs> and fly out here and kill all of us. Um, yeah, no, we we have a, a coquito that's made with pumpkin spice that was inspired by Giuseppe Gonzalez. What's yeah. up, bro? Yeah, yeah it's called Gi- the Joey Keto. That's right, Giuseppe, a big fan of pumpkin spice. As you can you can go to his Facebook and see all of his. Uh, uh, every year he chimes in about his love of pumpkin sp- spice. Unless I'm getting that wrong, which I could be. 100% going to end our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, either way, it's time to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors uh, uh, here on Harry's Radio Network. Stay tuned. Come right back and talk to us more about Miracle. And then we're also going to talk about boxing because nothing goes better with Christmas than boxing. One Hundred Bogart has made much progress over the past year since their grand opening. They are a growing community of professional freelancers, entrepreneurs, and startups. Their dedicated team guarantees you receive a productive and worry-free work environment. One Hundred Bogart is currently filling up their two-person to twelve-person private offices. The spacious pop-up gallery, premier rooftop, and brand new full floor with terrace are available for your next event. Podcast rooms, conference rooms, and meeting spaces are also available for booking. 100 Bogart hosts events like art exhibitions, pop-up stores, product launches, and fashion shows. Heritage Radio Network is a proud member of the 100 Bogart community and often holds events in the building. Visit 100bogart.com to schedule a tour and learn more. And we're back on the Speakeasy, still in studio with Dave O'Brien, Chris Bidmead, and Jason Luttrell of Miracle in Brooklyn, which is one of the, uh, I think uh, uh, there's over, uh, close to 100 worldwide. Close to 100 worldwide, yeah. And there's several right here in the city, right? But you're the only one in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. but there's Miracle on 9th, which is the original, that's at Mace. There's Miracle on 12th. Uh Uh-huh. There's a Sip and Santa, uh, and Sip and Santa, Santa where, at, where, where, at Boilermaker. And then also Doug Brickle has one in Rockville Center. Oh, that's right. Island. I yeah. saw that. He, he jumped on board this year. Yeah, yeah. Cool it's, dude. I, I, I would love to get out there and see what he's doing because he's just wildly talented in yeah, general. Yeah, really cool dude. And he's in, a, in an area that's probably... I don't know. I, he's, I feel like out there is kind of a bit underserved, and I'm sure he, I'm sure totally. he, I'm sure he captures that market because of his talent and, and drive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so miracles are great. Well, we talked about Coquito. Let's drink some. Looks like you brought some. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which one would you like? Would you like classic? I'd Mojito like a classic because I don't think Giuseppe I, Gonzalo. I, I was asking. Well, I kind of want to try them both, obviously. Um, but I wanted to start with a classic because I, you know I was asking about it honestly for my own edification. I don't. I don't know that I've ever had it. Oh, really? Uh, so I, it's not my style of drink. You know, I'm not a big eggnog guy. I'm not a big you know. That's not my my. It's not my go to. No eggs and no nogs were heard making this. Right, so I don't think I've ever gone down this road, but I see it all over the place, especially at this time of year. Are you just pouring them for me? Every yeah. pour some for everybody. They're super tasty. Well, he'll pour some more for us. I'm sure they are. But the, the whole, I mean, I don't want to knock it, but the eggnog thing for me, it's like it's, I feel like I'm drinking melted ice cream. 
I mean, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, right? Yeah. It's custard yeah. that hasn't gotten frozen. Will Benedetto's screaming at the computer right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's doing uh, his nog off, right? We're going to do nog it off. Oh, you're part of that. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Um, so this is another Facebook silly idea pun turned into reality because why is not? the original? Yes. Um, Will makes nog like it's religion for him. Um, so there was a, I mean, it's tasty, but yeah. Wow. Um, so it's, it's normally served on the ice too. Yeah. What's the booze in here? Uh, it's rum. It's a rum base. Spiced, spiced rum. rum. It's a spiced rum base. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I woke up with a bit of a cold this morning. That's fucking delicious. Man. Wait till you try the mojito. Yeah. Um, but yeah, knock it off. We're all just going to get together. I think we're doing it at the boogie woogie, uh, that they just opened up with Spencer Elliott. And, uh, we're going to do a little casual eggnog competition. There's nothing casual about eggnog. <laughs> I'm going to be real casual. I mean, what, what is the attire for, for an eggnog event? Yeah. Uh, shorts. What's the prize? Or is this one of those no prize things? No prize. <laughs> There's no prize. <laughs> Everybody's a winner or? I gotta tell you, I hate that. <laughs> Everybody's all like, let's watch the Great British Bake Off. And I'm like, what's the prize? And they're like, there is no prize. And I'm like, I, I don't want to watch this. Friendship. Wow. What you, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can take your friendship and hard work. Yeah. yeah. The reward for hard work is more work. Yeah. There you go. Turns out. But yeah, no, I, I don't want to. Uh, we definitely make the the classic miracle cocktails that yeah, yeah. that you that you can definitely get at every miracle. Um, sure, because it's a, it's basically. I mean, the best way to describe it, and, and this may be the actual way to describe it, but the best way to describe it, it's a franchise, right? Yeah. Yep. So everybody buys in. You buy into the menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you have to adjust it based on things maybe you can or can't get in your market. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's the the if you go to Miracle here, you're probably going to find your Christmapolitan. Uh, on the menu, I'm just re- reading off your menu right now. The, bad the gingerbread Santa. flip, the snowball old fashioned. I'm sure they're the same at all the miracles. But then each bar gets the opportunity to add a bit of their own personality, and that's what you've done here. And the opportunity and the to, seems to totally wash, and the opportunity yeah. to sure. you know, yeah, they're all they're all a little bit different because every market probably doesn't exactly have the same. Exactly. There's no no brands allowed on the menu. No brands exactly. So you can adjust as needed. Um, right, and but then, they're all basically the same, yeah. And then, and then every bar that does it, I'm sure, has their own section. That's kind of like this is stuff that we'd like to do for right. Christmas holiday, or their or their regular menu at their bar. Uh, who knows? But it's like, yeah. Uh, so we like we put the yippee kaye motherfucker on yeah. the menu. That's one of theirs. Cause, yes, because uh, and it's know, delicious. People love, people love saying it because that's a that's a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, totally. It is you a Christmas movie. Debate? It came out in July. You could say that I wrote a song about it when I was in a band a long time ago. You could say that because it's true. You did write a song about it. Well, I was I was in the room when a song was written about Fair. it. You played drums <laughs> on a song that's about the how dr- it's <laughs> The drums were programmed in the same room that I was in while they were writing yeah. a song about Die Hard. One of our Easter eggs that haven't gone up yet that Chris um, engineered was John McClane behind the the vents and the and the air conditioning duct we had it we had it to go but right. our air conditioning duct was too small to see it so we we have to build a fake air conditioning duct so you can see the John, put John McClane, McClane in there yeah, because it is a Christmas movie that's right get it get together have a few laughs yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bartender boxing yeah man let's talk about that so the, the finals are tonight you said or so, so uh, on Monday was a, was the semifinals of uh, that's December third in case you're listening to this later. Um, December third was the was the Austin semifinals. Uh, tonight is the um, is the finals is the semifinals in Denver. Right. So I would normally be there selling T-shirts and supporting the team that have been training for the last three months. But um, you just opened a bar and you had a baby. Well, mostly <laughs> the latter. Uh, you know, like I would have ditched these clowns in a, in a moment if I. Uh, you know, he does right. all the time. Mm-hmm. But but I mean, we've been planning this for about like we planned the dates for like a year. Um, so, you know, we've been, we've been training and recruiting bartenders in, um, in several different cities since, um, since early last year. In fact, some of our boxers from the New York team are, um, are our bartenders at Miracle. Um, but it's, uh, you know, we couldn't be prouder of the bartenders. Um, you know, we, we recruit and train 12 people from each city, uh, and they train for three months for an hour, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And, um, and tonight is the culmination of their training, uh, which is a very exciting thing. Um, Wow, uh, Souther is literally taking a selfie with the High Life bottle right now. Just it, is, it is the number one selfie we get on our Instagram feed. They of know that I take selfies. They see my Instagram for Speakeasy. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to get them to come down and take an elfie. I got to do things at the same time as doing the show. That's a, that's super impressive. I see. Yeah, I would I would I would put that on a Trello board as a card. <laughs> Actually, you guys clown on me, selfie. but uh, I'm like a student of organization. I, like this is the way you like you can. 
accomplish a, a hell of a lot of things if you're just like organized. And He's so organized at being organized. You would crazy. absolutely hate being me. <laughs> I don't organize anything. I don't plan anything. How do you go? How do you do things like launch the number one selling cocktail book on Amazon? Ding. I fall ass backwards into it. Like I, you know, yeah. like I, I'm. Man, I can't even tell you how many times this scenario has happened. I wake up and I realize, oh, today I have to be at the airport. <laughs> and I get to the airport and I get on my plane and I get off the plane in the destination city and I sit down right after I get off the plane Book and I open hotel. up my phone and find a hotel. I think you just made Jason's skin crawl to the point he might be in the fetal position on the floor in any minute. Yeah, this hurts my This has bits. happened to me a dozen times. I don't wow. plan anything. I need to... Whoa. And I, I feel like... I need to know when I need to know. That's the, uh, I feel like it, for me, it's the opposite of you. Like, it's too much clutter for me. <laughs> I don't need to know until I need to know. Well, okay. So, uh, no, there's a place in the universe for that, too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I feel like the, the, the role of organization <laughs> is not so... Yeah, I wish it, this it, was television, it, because it, he looks like he's about to cry. Oh, I'm, <laughs> just, yeah, I'm just... I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> to see the steam come out of his ears. I, when he takes the I think you're just confused. <laughs> this is what anxiety you're like a, looks like. You're like a dog that just got slapped on the nose. It's very <laughs> confusing. Like, he's turning plaid. You guys are dicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point of this is so that you're not, your mind isn't cluttered, so that everything's in, in uh, so your thoughts and your ideas, your things are organized in a place that you, you can be present and available right now for the thing that's in this front is, of you right this now. This is not a commercial for Trello. Let's, yeah. let's no, keep... but he's actively trying to figure out a way to <laughs> yeah. book Southern's travel. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, 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 by the way, oh. Trello, if you're listening, come have your holiday party at Miracle. I'm going to tell you, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I've just tasted all three of the Coquitos. <laughs> And hands down, landslide winner is the Joey G. <laughs> okay, so okay, so, so we, it means you're pretty basic then. I feel like the pumpkin spice. Okay, so we let, let's explain that joke. Uh, okay, so Giuseppe Gonzalez is like famous for clowning on pumpkin spice. He hates it. He's overt. Uh, like he's like very aggressively against it on social media. He hates pumpkin spice. Um, and so, of course, we're compelled to make a drink referencing him constantly because it's got pumpkin spice and he's also famous for making one of the better coquitos in the world if not the best uh in new york rather uh he's it was the best until we made a joey keto yes yeah we're, we're happy with second we're, we'll, we'll take the silver on this one um but this recipe was actually made by one of our bartenders uh, gaston grafingo <gasps> oh yeah he used to work for me at coop yeah, yeah. sweetheart love yeah. that guy like yeah no, we, we we love having him with us yeah, man, he's great. I'm noticing now on the back of the menu that you can buy all the cool mugs and junk. Yeah. Well, I guess cool mugs, is, there's no other junk. Um, that's we'll pretty sell you rad. the junk, too. How, that's pretty <laughs> rad. Are you, do, do you move a lot of these? Is that good for you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, we have a kind of a diehard reference to shoot the glass, uh, where you can kind of uh, keep the glass if you want to. Um, you know, we we charge for that. Uh, of course, it's a, it's yes, a retail. Yes, please place. don't keep the glass without paying for yeah, it. Yeah, let us right. know first, and we'll hit a button, and then because people do want the glasses, they yeah. want them a lot. Yeah, because they're adorable. They are adorable. Anybody, like they're anybody, kind of tiki mug inspired. You know, like I don't know, you're drinking out of Santa's pants. Oh, yeah, they're fun. They're fun and funny. You, you can drink his brain if you want. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's all very fun, and it's all kind of part of getting in the mood. Um, yeah, hold, but, up, hold up one of those mugs. What? Yeah. How about I hold up a whole Santa? The, every, it's ev everything. <laughs> Two thirds. Oh, they go together like that. Well, you're missing a torso. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> Have you ever seen him in person? How do you know? <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, true. This is true. Could be. Yeah, we, we, we have so much Santa stuff going on. Um, our, our most, uh, I think our most unique feature probably would be our Take an Elfie window. And people see. Yes, really like I that. saw that. That's adorable. It's, it's, it's really cool. because but first, it, uh, immediately it made me think of Chris Elford. <laughs> oh, wow. Elfie. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris, buddy. <laughs> but it was it was funny because we had an Hi, artist come in to do all of our signage, and she'd originally painted. It was Chris Vidmead's idea to actually do it, um, and she painted a regular Santa hat, and that was it on the mirror, so you could take a picture of yourself as a Santa hat. But for whatever reason, because of science and physics and and refraction or whatever, it doesn't work if it's the same size as it should be on your head. So it actually you have to shrink it down and lower it on the menu. Oh, uh, sorry, on the on, on the, the mirror. mirror. Yeah, and, and and people come in and they look at it. They're like, "What is this?" And so unfortunately, we have to explain to them what it is. But once they get it, they really get it, and that's become like the focal point of our our social media is that people take an Elfie. 
um, including Josh Groban and his girlfriend. The other night. Well, you did it. You did it. I did. I did. He was so nice. Watch How could we not? We have to thank him for coming in. He was we're, so nice. We're like, oh my god, are we going to say this on the air? Yeah, we just said. Are we going to mention it? I did. Are we going to say it? He, yeah, he if only to let people know what a lovely individual he is and his girlfriend as well. They were. They couldn't have been sweeter and nicer. Well, there you go. But everyone take should also Elfie. come in and just take an Elfie because it's fun. Come not, take an Elfie. Not, not like Chatty Cathy over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just waiting for the shameless plugs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go back to Bartender Boxing real fast. So Bartender Boxing is going on. Uh, I know Lana Galani's in it over mm-hmm. there in Denver. Yep. And I assume she's a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she, I, honestly, like you can't prepare for this unless like there's only one way to train for boxing, uh, and that's just to just train for boxing. Uh, so like, yes, she's a, like she's an athlete. She's um, she's a gymnast, I believe. Yep. Um, but it's a different style. It's a different sure. kind of thing. So uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a mental game, not a physical game. Uh, I mean, although they're they, they are probably going to be the, the longest and shortest eight minutes of their life tonight. Because um, right. it goes by really fast. It's a it's an officially sanctioned USA Boxing amateur fight. They have three rounds of two minutes wait, each. Wait, wait, wait. Pause. Officially sanctioned USA Boxing event. Yes. So yeah, these, wanna, these guys go into this thing and they become is, actual boxers. This is not Taibo. This is not <laughs> boxing fitness. Like they are, they are actual USA Boxing certified yeah, uh, like, amateur boxers. They have to like abide by the rules. I saw way many... Her astute gentlemen having to shave their beards in order to get in the ring, and uh-huh. that seemed to make them very upset. Yeah, and in certain places there are like uh, religious dispensations, but um, most of the time you have to shave your facial hair. There's no facial piercings. You have to weigh within ten pounds of your opponent. Um, there's a lot of rules. They, wow. there, there are a lot of rules. And and um, and how uh, many participants do you have in Denver, and how many do you have total? Twelve and twelve. Uh, this year we we will have trained ninety six bartenders. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you know, you can imagine this is a very expensive program to do. So, I mean, this is all it's all funded by Tequila Cazadores. So we, we're extremely grateful for that partnership. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's a very rigorous program. And so, like, we try to accommodate as much as possible, like w- working a full time shift. But the idea is that we're sending a message that you can be um, uh, extraordinarily accomplished um, uh, craftsperson and be um, a extraordinarily um uh, capable athlete at the same time. So these two challenges are not mutually exclusive and that that bartenders and service and hospitality workers are capable of a great deal more than uh, a lot of people um, assume and, and, and judge. That's outstanding. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're extraordinarily proud of the people that, that make the commitment to this program because the time by, by the time they're finished, they are typically way less and they are much, much more focused and, uh, and uh, productive people and are... You know, it's we're we're just very proud of them. How long has it been going on? Um, well, the idea came was around a long time. Uh, was around four or five years ago, um, and uh, it didn't actually uh, hit the ground until we got funded uh, last year, um, uh, two years ago. I'm sorry. It's it's been uh, with all this miracle business. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been <laughs> yeah. quite a whirlwind. Plus, he doesn't have a Trello for and, his and, time. And a baby, and and uh, it's uh, it's been crazy. Uh, like honestly, I, I'm a completely different person than I was uh, 14 days ago when my son was born, um, and I realized how patient my wife was. Um, but um, but yeah, so it's about two years old, um, and we've been trained. We've trained in uh, New York, Chicago, um, uh, uh, L. A., Houston. Uh, Miami, Houston, <laughs> Miami, San Francisco, and now um, Austin and Denver. And then next up, we're recruiting right now. Um, if you go to bartenderboxing.com, you can apply to uh, round six, which is San Diego versus Portland, Portland, Oregon. So go to Bartender Boxing. If you're a bartender, if you're a working bartender in Portland, Oregon, or San Diego, you can go to bartenderboxing.com and sign up for round six. It is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're not gonna get it again. It's life changing um, and it's amazing. Uh, you'd be crazy not to uh, get involved in this opportunity. That is kind of cool. Also, when you say it like that, so each city is paired against another city. Yeah. So the finals in Denver are Austin going up there to fight them. Yeah, so they so each city trains in tandem. So they have the same uh, three month window where they're training with professional coaches. Uh, as a team, as a 12-person team in local gyms in San Diego and Portland. Uh, then they identify the charity that they want to benefit, um, and then we support that charity through our events and, and merchandise sales. So right now, we're looking for bartenders in San Diego and Portland. Go to bartenderboxing.com and, and apply to this if you're a working bartender in San Diego or Portland, Oregon. It's unmistakably the, the single best opportunity you could, that you could um, get involved in as a bartender, as a working bartender right now. It's, it's crazy. I mean, there's nothing else like it. 
That's outstanding. Yeah, I'm pretty intrigued. Uh, not for me. <laughs> but I'm pretty intrigued. And then uh, the the final, uh, you know, the bouts that they're open to the public you can go and watch and. Yeah, yeah. So Support um, your favorite bartender. Yeah. So in um, the, the, the tickets for the semifinals are sold out. The final is next. The final for round five, which is Austin versus Denver, uh, is going to be in Austin next week on the twelfth. Uh, so oh, December December twelfth, seven p.m. Um, in Austin. Um, head to bartenderboxing.com um, to RSVP for that event. But that's going to be the final on um, December twelfth, seven p.m. Uh, Denver versus Austin in Austin. That's outstanding. Yeah, tickets are free. Just all you have to do is RSVP. Yeah, and buy a T-shirt to support the charities. Please, please, please. Yeah, yes. don't don't be a tool. <laughs> I believe the Austin team is supporting the Crohn's Colitis Foundation. Right on. And then uh, tonight, if you're going to the show in Denver, please pick up a shirt. It's for uh, the Gathering Place. What's the Gathering Place? The Gathering Place is is a home for um, for. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not like incredibly familiar with it. It's a great it's, charity it, that we're supporting through Bartender Boxing in Denver. Thank yes. you, nailed <laughs> yes. it. You uh, but it's a home for transient people um, who are having oh. like uh, you know um, just having a rough time. Got it. Yeah, that's all good causes. I'm sure the bartenders get to pick them. So you know we're we're a pretty uh, empathetic and compelling group of folks. So totally. surely they're doing good work. And charity is certainly really close to my heart. I like to give away money. <laughs> I really do. That's weird. Um, speaking so of that, a weird hobby that I have is giving away my money. Uh, speaking mm. of that, um, we are retailing uh, Santa, Santa mugs, and those uh, benefit Action Against Hunger in yeah. New York. Oh, yeah, so so those are mugs on, us on, as well. yeah. on the menu. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should. That's that's awesome as well. Yeah, we did we did our, our decorating party. We did um, charity raises for the wildfires in California, um, and we 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 find out that it, obviously when it comes to giving and when it comes to stuff. Uh, around the holidays, people tend to be a bit more generous, and so yeah. you just kind of have to focus them a little bit on, hey, we're all having fun, and this is all, uh, you know, shits and giggles and all. But let's remember that some people aren't as fortunate as we are. So yeah, I learned at a, at a very young age uh, about charity, especially at, at holiday time. You know, m- my tradition at my my home when I was a kid uh, is that uh, about a week before Christmas, I was asked to choose a gift from under the tree that was wrapped Ooh. that would go to charity. Ooh, Whoa! Strong, is, strong move. <clears throat> yeah. Is, and how many nights before that did you go and open all those presents? To oh yeah, like it, three, you know, three <laughs> yeah, or four nights. Just to before. make sure you knew which was which. I, you know, sure the game was rigged, right? My parents weren't putting like the prized gift out there, but certainly I was, I was, I was made to That's give away a gift without, lesson, without ever. Totally. I was made, to, I was That's made cool. to give away a gift every year without ever knowing what was inside. That's, That's some cool. like Buddhist monk impermanent yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's quite nice. Well, yeah, you're definitely like, do I give away the small one? Because that might just be a trinket, but it also might just be a water cash. Keys to a brand new car. <laughs> right, exactly. Do I give away the big one? That might be the thing. Or it might just be a box with a T-shirt in it and a ton of bricks. Because that's the way my parents are. <laughs> that's cold, man. Uh, yeah. Well, we have, but again, taught me some great, uh, you know, lessons and some ways to think about things like that. You know, yeah. so uh, still to this day, I'm a very giving person. I like to give back or give to things that that mean stuff to me and that matter to people. Um. We give stuff away, too. So what's the plan with Miracle in Brooklyn once Miracle is over? Because it wasn't an operating business, right? You, you took over a place that was stagnant. Yeah, we partnered with some people who own a bar. Um, and uh, we have some, some, some hidden plans to build a, a bar uh, in 2019. Um, we're hidden? Be- Are we not supposed to talk about it? We, we don't want to talk about too much of the concept. We can like talk about little nicks and crannies, maybe, but... Yeah, yeah, we're we're excited. It's going to be. <laughs> These guys are looking at each other. <laughs> what do we say? You can tell me no. We can talk about other stuff. We know, but we're not saying. Yeah. Or are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> without giving up too much, without giving up too much, we can say that we're going to focus menu on on items that we like to drink. And and those include really delicious things. Is that is that specific enough? No. Oh my god, that's so ambiguous. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. So if anybody knows these guys, you can maybe try and start figuring it out. Whiskey's a god. But anyway, what's so? Uh, yeah, so let's uh, we didn't we didn't uh, touch on this very important feature of Miracle in Brooklyn. Where is it? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it's at 177 Grand Street at um, at Bedford in the heart of Williamsburg. So it's uh, just off the L train. While you oh yeah, can. corner yeah. Bedford and Grand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right in the thick of it. We have excellent neighbors. Yeah, super easy to figure it out. And we painted the outside to look like a basically a gingerbread house. It's red and white and has tinsel and lights. You can't miss it. Yeah, and if you can't make it out to Brooklyn, we encourage you to check out our sister bars in uh, on Miracle on 9th Street and Miracle on 12th Street as well as Sip and Sam. Or just do a Miracle Bar Crawl or a Christmas, excuse me, Christmas Bar Crawl in Williamsburg, of which there are several other bars beside ours. 
Um, what a, what a, as long as you're not SantaCon. Yeah. Do, do not come into our bar if you're SantaCon, <laughs> but everyone else can come into our bar and be festive. Well, you, can, you can come in. Just don't be SantaCon. You, you, yeah. you, you can come in for SantaCon. Just don't be, you know. Don't be SantaCon. Barfy. No. Yeah. <laughs> we like to keep Santa in our house, not have other Santas come into our house. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, uh, I don't allow Santas at my bars either. Uh, well, it's a funny thing, though. That we, one day of the year. You can yeah. dress as Santa any day yeah. of the year, but yeah. that day. Yeah, but, but like the, there is kind of a coalition of bars that are doing this in Brooklyn that, that we're extremely proud to be as associated with um you know like there's the, the the springs is open has a christmas bar right now um grand republic has a bar uh that's uh totally decked out with christmas so we're excited to kind of uh you know like to be in the same borough as those yeah. Yeah, and all, all our neighbors are really cool we, we brought them all our first night we brought them all a bottle as well of the of the miller high life wrapped in a in a christmas stocking as a thank you for letting us into the neighborhood gift uh that's awesome and they were really cool they've been coming by after their shifts um so we're, we're just trying to weave as seamlessly as we can into the neighborhood um a couple people we first opened as a joke we put in one of our windows um the neon sign from elf that says world's best cup of coffee yes and that's actually one of our cocktails congratulations well we we say that every time we serve it so that's the garnish the garnish (laughs) is we serve a cup of coffee with a shot of whiskey it's really the entire drink um but we put that sign in the door just as a joke and people kept coming into us while we're building out during the daytime like hi can we get some coffee (laughs) <laughs> We're like, we don't actually have the world's greatest cup of coffee yet. Uh, you have to wait until we can put a shot of whiskey in it when we're open. Awesome. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's, it's important to note, like, uh, yes, we're saying definitely go to all the miracles that are here in New York, but but this show is all over the world. So wherever you are in the world, go to, uh, they have a website of their own, right? I don't know. Yeah, it. miraclepopup.com. And miracle. then come to Brooklyn and come to ours and see how much yeah. uh, it compares and contrasts. Yeah. And see Christmas get dealt with. Miracle yeah. and stuff. Miracle will give you the list of the nearly 100 worldwide locations. And I think there's like one in Japan. Like they're everywhere, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't remember which hotel chain, only- but hotel chain picked it up and has like 12 or 14 in, in their hotel somewhere. Only like fourteen. Yeah. This, I think this, Kimpton, this is only like four years ago, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I it's think we're celebrating the fifth anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. This is the fifth. Yeah. Okay, but the first one doesn't really count because it was just one location. That's right. five years of fat washing Nico DeSoto cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nico. Oh, Nico. I will. I will say this <laughs> also. We we should we should mostly the miracles do take reservations because they're a little bit smaller than we are and they get really packed. We don't take reservations. We we take. With, with while respecting everything that is miracle, we take more of a we're kind of in the sticks of, of not in the sticks of Brooklyn, but we kind of are since we're so late to the game, we'd want it to be more open and democratic. So we don't take reservations, but we do take holiday parties for both semi private and for full buyouts. So if you haven't booked your holiday party yet, come get festive AF AF with us. But other than that, it's it's doors open five o'clock every day, close at whenever. Right on. And um, we just are holiday cheer. I'm gonna try and come by tomorrow night. I have tomorrow night off. I think you should. I'll be there. Yeah, man. It's good for you. Yeah. It, I'll it, have more of this Joey Quito. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's going to fucking kill us. He's Probably. literally going to kill us. I, He's on a plane right now. He's going to kill us. Are the, are the phone lines lighting up? Is it is Giuseppe calling? Uh, I will say one of our one of our staff members who I won't mention had the idea of actually blowing up pictures of him and slapping on the, uh, the cups as we serve them. And we at least drew the line at that. Um, so he can't get too upset. Hmm. Or looking at Jason right now, maybe he's thinking we should do that. No, I just had an idea. Like, you put, I mean, one, you put one ball of holly on it. Oh, man. Ouch. Or you get a picture of him on that rice paper action and you float it on top. Or the one ball. That's a good one, too. Oh, Gio. We're taking the piss out of you. Um... All right, gents. Anything else we want to talk about? What was your list? You sent me a list, you organized bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Has he gotten all this Trello plugs in? Yet? I've, been, che- I've been checking these off. Uh, I will, I'll, I'll say this. We're having a kid at the same time. Organizational, organizational methodology for bar teams. What, what specifically did you want to say about that? Okay. That's, a, that's a note you sent me. Chris, our time to shine. Let's yeah. do it. Um, okay, so organizational methodology. Like the way to organize a lot of people and get and make sure that nothing falls through the cracks is to like use the tools that are readily available to us and mostly free. So yeah. Chris and I use Trello, and we use Slack all the time. There's an app for that. There's there's literally an app for that. And these are very powerful things, and you can um, organize your conversations so that uh, so that there's a topic of every conversation. Like we have our Slack organized into like delivery schedules and um, prep stuff and event stuff and. Um, all these little elements that, that, that it takes to run a bar. So that way, if you need a, a piece of information really quickly, you can just refer to that. There's a home for that. There's yeah. a place for that. For everyone listening, we are not sponsored by these people. He just really, truly no. believes this. But if they do want to sponsor yeah. anybody, we are here. <coughs> we yeah. are literally yeah. the poster children uh, for what you do, yes. 
But uh, and I we think, will take the meeting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the biggest part about it too, and I've found this with WhatsApp or with text groups or whatever, is there's so much noise after a while because it turns into like a gag reel of memes and jokes and totally off topic stuff. Right. Being able to put in like with Slack or Trello a board or a channel that is specific to a thing. Specific to each topic. Whatever, yeah. So there's a channel that's just 86 or low par, and you go down and you sit down when you're doing the ordering, that's where you look. Yeah, but how do you stop all the idiots from adding the GIFs and the memes you and all the shit? You give them a random channel to put it, or you use really topical memes. One of the best things um, <laughs> at a bar room, we have an 86 board, and if I know something's 86, I responded with a Lion King Rafiki look harder. <laughs> Oh, um, well, you know something's not 86. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, I know where the bottle is on, on a shelf. You, you posted that joke, and yet no one's and keep, keeps giving me crap over the dad joke of the day that we post on our thread because of Jason becoming a new dad. I don't know. Is this another joke that I'm just not going to get? That don't give you don't get the you don't get the dad the dad joke of the day because you're a new dad and you don't get jokes. He's never seen the movie Elf before, so in our bathrooms we have big. Is that so wrong? Yeah, is that like it a is wrong. Guy who's some, running miracle. Christmas, I feel yeah. like it's a little weak. Yeah. In our in our bathrooms, the Easter eggs in our bathrooms, other than the heat miser on the actual hand dryers, which some people get, some people don't. Um, most people get the poster of of Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf saying, "You sit on a throne of lies." This yeah. man, he just was like, "I don't get it." I'm like. He's like, why is that in the bathroom? I'm like, if you don't get thrown of lies in the bathroom, I can't help you. Right. But at least he gets the flow of the room. Mm. We do have a flow. That's the last thing I want to say about our decor. If you get in the front of the room, you'll notice the room is wrapped like a giant present. When we get to the center of the room where the bar is, there's a nice Christmas tree on the bar. And instead of having a back bar, we have a bunch of bottles that are wrapped as presents. And so that's actual Christmas day, whereas the wrapped room is the night before Christmas. And then as you get to the back of the room where we do have a lovely working fireplace, um, we have the decor is all unwrapped paper, like all like you know roll, rolled sure. up, wadded up paper, and that's the day after Christmas, after all the gifts have been opened. Boxing Day, yeah. So uh-huh. appropriate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All go. right, Jermaine to, to our friends in Canada. Yeah. Jermaine to our conversation, yeah. the boxing. <laughs> yeah, and then and there's jokes friend, throughout that Jason doesn't get, so it works out perfectly. Hi, I'm Jason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Smiling's his favorite. Hi, and he doesn't get that joke either. Smiling's his favorite. Um, I don't. I don't get that joke. <laughs> Well, I uh, forgot the rest of the joke, but your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. And one. you gotta get your dad joke situation Seriously? fixed, man. You're you're a dad now. You got a responsibility to uphold to the whole dad joke. My kid world. does a, cu- a couple of very simple things. He pee he pees, he poops, he eats, and he sleeps. I don't think he he does shapes. I think like I think he can see hands moving around, but I think that's about it. So. He's the biggest dad joke. Are his scolara still blue? Like he can't even see shapes yet. I don't even know what that is. What kind of dad are you? Scolara? The whites of his eyes. Send him a Trello. Hey, he'll that, get it. that book's next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when babies are born, the whites of their eyes are kind of tinted blue until they, their, their eyes continue to form. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Go home right. and take a look. Okay. Scolara. <laughs> He's still on Everybody Poops. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all well and good, too. Well, listen, um, let's, pl- let's, let's pimp out again real fast. Throw out some, some websites and some Instagrams. Hi, Damon. I miss you, buddy. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> no, at, I was at a Miracle in Brooklyn is our Instagram. We do miss you, Damon. I just, yes. <laughs> miss you, Damon. We always yes. miss Damon we when he's not here. His, his soothing baritone is very calming to the room. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to send a big shout out to the boxers in Austin and Denver who are, um, who are uh, fighting tonight. It's uh, really, just enjoy this. Take a, take a deep breath and enjoy this because it's going to go by really fast. Um, that's, you know... I, I want to thank my partners in Miracle. You guys are amazing. Uh, I'm so excited for the next uh, several days. It's not a award ceremony. Who are you thanking? Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> um, just just tell people to come to 177. You didn't just get a prize. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank you guys. I just want to thank everybody. You like me. You really like me. Yeah. Uh, too old. Nobody gets that reference. I get that um, reference. Oh, right. Sally Field. Come on. Sally Field. Yes, yeah. when she got her Oscar. That's right. Um, so yeah, Miracle in Brooklyn is yes. at one 177 Grand Street, right off the corner of Bedford. Bedford and Grand. Um, uh, come come check out our Instagram at Miracle in Brooklyn, hashtag Miracle in Brooklyn, hashtag Festive AF. Yes. Um, if you want to see all the other miracles and hours and 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 just get more story about the miracle, miraclepopup.com. Um, and otherwise, just come and have some fun. It's just a lot of fun. And I promise we won't pay, play Mariah Carey that much. We do have to play it sometimes because people do love that song. Yeah, but do. generally speaking, as soon as that song is over, I tend to put on Christmas and Hollis as the, the counterpoint. Oh, okay. Point, counterpoint. Yeah, I like exactly. it. Yin-yang. Um, 
Bartender Boxing, that website again you dropped? Yeah, head to www.bartenderboxing.com or um, on all social channels, hashtag bartenderboxing. Awesome. All right, good luck, Denver. Bid me, yeah, good luck, Denver. Good luck, Lana. I'm, I'm, I'm in your corner, or whatever phrase that's sporty <laughs> that goes with that. Sports ball. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm great. Your corner's pretty good for boxing. Okay, good. Uh, Bid me can also be visited where? Oh, um, so Miracle. Yes. More often than not, I'm also at the bar room in the Upper East Side at uh, 60th and Park. Yeah, that's a great bar, too. And it's it's got a vibe that I bet is pretty festive at this time of year. It is. We are decked out. It's a long, shiny wooden bar. It's very classic New York. I'm, I'm, I'm betting you've got some garlands and whatnot hanging up there. That Absolutely. bar is awesome at that bar. It's, is, it, is it one of those old like Budweiser bars? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So 1890s cool. Anheuser bar. Yeah. Um, all wood build out. Beautiful. Um, also have a nod to Joey there. It's a pumpkin spice daiquiri. Oh, man. Damn. The slap well, And that's it for the Joey show. Piling, yeah. Piling it on. Enough, <laughs> enough references to Gio Gonzalez. Um, well, that's awesome, guys. I really appreciate you being here on the Speakeasy with us this week. Thank you um, for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Jason Luttrell, Chris Bidmead, and Dave O'Brien of Miracle in Brooklyn. Uh, what a great episode this was, guys. Thanks so much, and cheers. 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 Well, you don't. Oh, no. Want more of the Speakeasy? Follow us and ask questions on Instagram at Speakeasy Podcast or on Twitter at Speakeasy Radio. You can find Damon at Damon Bolte, and you can find me at Creative Drunk on all platforms. Take a moment to write us a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite platform and give us a star rating, five if possible. If you're visiting New York City or a resident, stop by the studio and hang out with us during an episode. Reach out beforehand to make sure we'll be here. We'd love to see you. And please support our show by visiting HeritageRadioNetwork.org and clicking on the beating heart to donate. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. 